0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 534. And Soundgarden with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102.
1: I don't really have the forecast in front of me, but it's cold outside. It's 32 degrees. It's going to be a beauty,
0: though. Sunny, a high of 62, even warmer for tomorrow. A great day to join me out
1: at the Agawam Rockies.
0: Oh, yeah. For their grand reopening. The Agawam Rockies. I'll be there from uh,
1: 10 to 12 tomorrow. That'll be a good time. And tonight I'll be at Field Crest Brewing over in Wobraham for the uh, Real Men Wear Pink. That'll be a good time. Yeah. What time are you there? Well, it starts at 5.30. Just go there. I'll be there at some point. There you go. Perfect. Uh, Very good chance
0: that we'll do open line Friday today. Sweet. One, it's Friday. Two, I don't want to have to work that hard on a Friday, especially since it's a payday, and I'll be good with all that.
1: All right. All right? I'm I'm good with that. Like the way I kind of set the table? Yeah good and I you know I feel like checking out around 7 30 or so I do that every single day of my life 43 maybe good choice and then I'll, I'll just be done for the weekend yeah that
0: sounds pretty good all right I mean, maybe I'll join you okay you can it's 5 35 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102 New England Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock it's
1: 552 and Forner with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102 it is going to be sunny with a high of 62 today. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 67. It's 33 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Uh, let's see here. Hollywood Trash is brought to you by Aqua Pump, an expert in all water supply systems from the well to the pump and into the house.
2: Somehow you... Still care about what's happening in Hollywood. So from Tinseltown, three thousand miles away, it's Steve Nagel's Hollywood trash.
1: Ah, uh, Kevin Spacey got a quick victory in court yesterday when a civil jury took a little over an hour to decide he did not sexually assault fellow actor Anthony Rapp when he was underage in 1986. Rapp was seeking $40 million in damages. Spacey didn't speak to reporters after the verdict, but his attorney said, quote, We're very grateful to the jury for seeing through these false allegations. What's next for Mr. Spacey is going to be proven that he's innocent of anything he's ever been accused of. There's no truth to any of those allegations. But he has more court battles to fight, including a criminal case in London where he's accused of sexually assaulting three men while he was an artistic director of a theater. Mm. Anthony Rapp, that was... uh, uh, Daryl in one of my favorite movies ever. Which one? Adventures in Babysitting with Elizabeth Shue. Ooh! Just because I had a huge crush and on Elizabeth, Elizabeth Shue. Shue, who didn't have I a know. crush on she Elizabeth was, Shue? She uh, was, she was, she's still, she's still a good-looking lady.
0: She had a a brief uh, appearance in one of the uh, the Cobra Kai episodes. Yeah, I got to tell you, yeah, looks a whole lot better than her brother does. Which who's her brother? Andrew Shue. They're a know. pair of shoes Oh,
1: look at that I didn't even notice that Yeah, no, he was on like a Melrose Place
0: but, Oh, uh, but, yeah, that's but right But yeah, you're absolutely right, right about that Nothing wrong yeah. with Elizabeth shoe.
1: No, but uh, yeah, he, he played Darryl He was the friend that they that went along with them On the adventure of the babysitting mm. Well, uh, when do you think uh, Kevin Spacey's going to get another acting role? I don't think he's going to get one anytime soon no, I don't think so No James Corden might be a horrible restaurant guest, but Conan O'Brien isn't. One of his former staffers tweeted that Conan once fired a crew member uh, just because he was impatient and rude to a server.
0: I think Conan's actually a decent fellow, whereas this Corden guy, the more you read Uh, about him... He's like a a total jackass.
1: Yeah, I didn't really think that about him. I thought he would have been more of like the, oh, I'm uh, grateful to even even have a show because I suck anyway. No, he's uh, apparently an entitled little crybaby. Yeah, I I don't have time for people like that. It wasn't like, you know, I I always wanted to meet Conan O'Brien, but I never cared about James Corden. I I wouldn't get in the car with a guy. I don't want to making me sing against my will. Yeah, I was going to say, well, unless you, you were singing with Adele. What if Adele was in the car with you?
0: Well, I would sing uh, I would sing with her without a problem. You would sing hello? But I'm not going to be ambushed by a James Corden in a car. Yeah, he's driving and picking the tunes. That's true.
1: Uh, let's see. John Stamos once turned down a series where he and two other men would play prostitutes who help people with their relationship. It was pitched to him as, quote, like Charlie's Angels, but you're hookers. Charlie's Hookers.
0: What a great concept!
1: And they didn't put that
0: out. No, it's too bad.
1: You know, I've were sh- the other were the other two male hookers Bob Saget and Dave Coulier? No, see that that was if that had been the thing, then we would have been all right. You know, finally Bob Saget would have been yeah. a role that suited his comedy. Yeah, Lori Laughlin is uh, bribing people for money. Yeah, you know, hey, I can get you on a really good show if you give me a million dollars. Uh, Let's see. George Clooney is still close to his co-stars from ER. He uh, says playing Doug Ross was the job of the lifetime that changed his career. Yeah? Well, name somebody you hang out with. Uh, The lady. (laughs) And that guy. Some of the other people on that show. Yeah, he goes... I can't remember any of their names. He says, I guess it was the friendship I have with all of them, and I continue to have. I feel that that show was the job of a lifetime. It changed my career. He also mentioned that he had Anthony Edwards uh, over at his house in Italy a few weeks ago. Oh, did he help him hang a garage door on the weekend? Was that his place in Tuscany? Uh, there are no places to rent in Tuscany. Uh, see, see, this one. one. Uh, he's also close to Juliana Margulies <laughs> and uh, Noah Weil. Wiley. Wiley. I always said Weil. Wow what? Yes, I cuz I really didn't care about the man enough to know his real last name. <laughs>
0: I've had dreams of being very close to Juliana Margulies too.
1: Yeah, she was a uh, she was hot in The Sopranos. Remember she was uh she played the real estate agent in The Sopranos? Yes, was I do. One. Uh, Ed Sheeran was originally uh, supposed to do the theme song for No Time to Die, but they changed the director and the script and he got replaced by Billie Eilish. Ooh. That's got to hurt. Uh, he says quote uh, within an effing nets I don't even know if I can say that. Then don't. Yeah, I won't say it. Uh, He was close, within a a length of a hair. That's what he. Yeah.
0: Right. Of doing. But you don't need to know what kind of hair. No. Just assume that it was hair length.
1: Well, I mean, you know, uh, short hair. You know, maybe one on the back of your head. Right. Or something like that. Uh, a list of, uh, if you like visiting actual horror movie locations, here are uh, 10 of them This should be on your list. I'll see how many I can get through. You ready? Yes. The Abandoned House from It. It's a 105-year-old mansion known as the Cranfield House. It's in Toronto. So if you want to go there, you can do that. Okay. The Conjuring House in Curry, North Carolina. The real haunted house uh, the movie is based on is in, actually in Rhode Island. So why would I go to the one in North Carolina? You're no kidding. It's too far away. Exterior shots. The abandoned pavilion from *Carnival of Souls*. I don't. Even, I've never even seen these movies. Oh, the Overlook Hotel, from *The Shining*. For exterior shots, they actually used the Timberline Lodge at Mount Hood in Oregon. The hotel that inspired Stephen King to write the story in the first place is the Stanley Hotel in Estes Park, Colorado.
0: Any, uh,
1: any New England locations other than Rhode Island, uh, like Western Mass? Nope, I don't see any on here. Uh, the gas station from the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre in Bastrop, Texas. We're actually going to be talking with Leatherface next week. The Leatherface? No. The guy who played Leatherface but never got credit for it. No kidding. Yeah. Apparently, he did all the chainsawing and the hooing and the hawing and all that stuff, and the actor that was hired to play Leatherface didn't do any of that stuff. It was just Leatherface. Hmm. He got the credit, and this guy didn't. Which means he got no money. He got no money. He got no job. There Man. you are. Do all that work for nothing? hmm And uh, Kim Kardashian was turning heads with another one of her body-hugging outfits. Really? Yeah. She must have had something to say. She said, oh, my God, the last time I, anything got hugged this tight was when I gave... Ray J a bitch bug, bitch box hug on his skin sword in that sex tape you can purchase on porn for thirty nine ninety five.
0: Easy for you to say.
1: Did you ever have a bitch box hug on no. the skin sword? No, not really. Mm. Caitlin, I never got that down and dirty with your mother, uh, Chris Kim, but I once gave you some gave her some acupuncture treatments. <laughs> I had her puff on the blue vein cigar. Really, you know what I'm saying. Uh, yeah. yeah, what are you trying to say? Was that the bunkin' smoke? <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> What I'm trying to say is I watched her do cunning stunts in the cooter cave. Oh, I am so glad
0: you got through that without a problem. And uh, Kanye? That divorce, that judge in my
1: divorce proceedings, I don't understand why I can't have a fresh pack of fruit snacks and a YooHoo hoo when I pick up my damn kids. They my snacks, too. <laughs> Who doesn't want a gusher and a YooHoo? <laughs> I'll take one. Something spit out on the computer screen when I said that. (laughs) (laughs) Gotta get a tissue. Must be a gusher. Must be. (laughs) And that's your Hollywood t rash from Rock 102. I am Dexter's.
2: And now, Vax's View from the Couch. Brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware. Outdoor Power Headquarters. Steel, Ego, and Craftsman. Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta.
0: Hey! Good morning, sports fans. How the heck are you? Folks, whenever I find myself on the receiving end of a painful injury or an unexpected medical calamity, I always wonder how my sedentary lifestyle will be negatively affected by this condition. I know if I had a high ankle sprain, I would be elevating that thing well beyond the recommended medical advice from my attending physician or specialist. Why? Because you can never be too careful with those kinds of things. Yesterday when Patriots quarterback Mac Jones claimed that he would be ready for the Chicago Bears on Monday Night Football, my first inclination was to wonder, dude, are you sure that you're really ready for that? Sure, nobody wants to see some 23-year-old rookie like Bailey Zappi take away what you perceive as rightfully yours by showing poise, maturity, and God-given talent. But are you really, truly ready to test that ankle, even against a horribly assembled team of half-rate no-talents like the Chicago Bears? I'm not so sure. I mean you did throw five interceptions in three games prior to getting hurt. How will you fare if you get that start on Monday night? And how will you handle it when you got 65,000 fans at Gillette Stadium screaming for Zappi to get back in the game? Is Mac going to get the start? Bill Belichick isn't saying a damn thing, deflecting hypothetical questions and avoiding any sort of potential controversial statements, but according to Mac Jones, he fully expects to be ready to get back on the field to resume where he left off. Even if that means underwhelming the competition and throwing footballs directly into the hands of opposing defensive players. Bum leg or not, Mac Jones has only completed 66% of his passes this season with those five interceptions. Bailey Zappi, on the other hand, has a passing percentage of nearly 73% and only one interception. Glad you're feeling better, pal, but you have to jump. But having you jump in there on Monday doesn't make anybody feel better, and that might be a problem. But hey, in of my yappin' sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Have you been to the Agawam Rockies lately? Well, it's had a total makeover. Huge new tool department, new fishing department, new Carhartt. And wait till you see the grill showroom. I'll be there on Saturday for the grand reopening of the Agawam Rockies. I'm back. So that's my view from the couch. Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock at 613. And Van Halen with Bax and Nagle and Rock 102. You
1: know, I had a tidbit about that song, but you just stomped right all over it with your little Rock 102 thing. Oh, but I'm so whatever. sorry. I'm not going to tell you now. Uh, it's uh, going to be sunny today with a high of 62 tomorrow. Sunny and a high of 67. It is 33 in downtown Springfield. Feels like we haven't had a good needless factoid on the show in three or four weeks. Maybe you'll wait. Maybe you'll get lucky. Um... <laughs> Beautiful weekend though. Uh, other than Sunday, Sunday seems to be in the crapper.
0: Yeah, that doesn't look too good. Good, uh, good day uh, for anybody to uh, you know in the Yangawam area yeah. to join me at the new, new. Well, the new, not new, the newly remodeled Rockies Ace Hardware. Good people, rock solid service at every Rockies
1: Ace Hardware, and a gaggle of prizes that'll make you choke. It's funny when you say like remodeled things. I've always, uh, you know, I've I've been in that Rockies before didn't i mean it seemed like a nice place it wasn't like uh i don't know maybe there's some you know things that needed to be done behind the scenes well
0: um being a, as close to uh, mm-hmm. uh Rocco Falcone like i am mm-hmm. uh you know we're like brothers really um when he redid the uh, the store yeah. on Liberty Street at the Plaza uh it's a beautiful it's a beautiful store yeah what he did and, you know that location's been there for Forever. Well, the Agawam store, uh, you know, he's been he wanting to remodel that for a while mm-hmm. because I mean, there's only there's only so many hardware stores you can buy around the country. Uh, so he's remodeling the ones he has. Agawam, he felt needed an upgrade. So I haven't been in there yet. So uh, I'll be there tomorrow. I'm gonna. I gotta look. I want to look at grills.
1: I I think it's for time your teeth? to teeth. You gotta go to a dentist for that.
0: <clears throat> no, uh, you can go to a jeweler. Uh, yeah. who, they'll do it too. No, I'm talking about like uh. Like a, like a brand new grill. That- I think I think I'm at the point where I may need to replace the grill I have.
1: Which one is that? Is that the Weber that you got? What do you got uh, for a grill?
0: I got a uh, I got a grill and it, I it's it's fifteen years old. Uh huh. Maybe something like that. But it's one of those uh, those big green egg things. Oh yeah, it's one of those, and I and I love using it, but I, I think I want to kind of try something different.
1: Those are great, but it's it's time consuming because it's all like you know you got is it. Isn't that's a smoker, isn't it? Isn't it a smoker?
0: It's 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 a smoker. You can bake in it, you can grill in it, you can do all kinds is of things. Is it a joker? It's a midnight toker. Oh okay. Uh yeah no, it's a great grill. It just you know it's 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 showing its age and it's it it's had a lot of wear and tear and I think it's just time to you know maybe consider something new so I don't, I don't know if, I don't know if that's gonna be like a like a like a like a wood you know a wood pellet uh, the thing right. or even just another Weber you know I was perfectly happy with my Weber too
1: yeah. I I uh I, I I don't mind the wood pellet one you know, they have those Traegers and stuff over there at Rockies. Yeah, right. A's hardware where you can, what is it? Uh, good your, People, good rock, people solid rock Solid Service, service, service. at every Rockies A's Hardware, uh, now in
0: many locations.
1: Yeah, they have those Traegers over there, and those are nice, too. Those yeah, are really nice. Sure and they, they got the Bluetooths and all that other stuff. You can uh, See, I kind of like
0: the idea of that. Yeah. You know, being able to light the grill from inside the house.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm lazy. I don't feel like going outside and flipping a switch, so I'll just do it from the comfort of my couch. If, on my smartphone. If if Traeger or any grill
0: company were able to do it where you could start the other grill from your ho- from inside your house and then have the grill like you know flip the steaks yeah. without having to go outside in the
1: oppressive heat to do it yourself, I would go there. I would totally take that. You know, this is like um, you know with all this technology. It's kind of like uh, photographers at a wedding. You know, a lot of photographers are being pushed out of weddings because, you know, anybody with a camera now can be uh, 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 Ansel Adams. You know what I mean? Like, I'm dating myself with that term, but uh, (laughs) Annie Leibovitz. You've dated worse. Annie Leibovitz, yes, I have. (laughs) Uh, Annie Leibovitz or something like that. You know, the... You, you get away from that professional thing because, oh, hey, uh, this guy on Craigslist only offering to do my wedding for $400. I'll do it. And he's got a Nikon that he got from Costco for 600 bucks Right. A special deal. You know, uh, the the barbecue industry, I bet you there's pitmasters master, pit out there. They're going, damn it. These Traeger companies coming out with it, Yeah, you don't even have to go outside to light it? What? Are you kidding me?
0: I'm sure it's not nearly as delicious as me out going outside and splitting logs all yeah. day so
1: we can have dinner. Again, you know, listening to that one guy talk about how to, how to cook the brisket. And, you know, he's like, okay, well, you want to go down, you want to uh, rub this bad boy, and then you want to put it on uh, smoke for 12 <laughs> hours. I'm like all right 12 hours it'll be done. And then you take it off and you wrap it in butcher paper for another 4 hours and then you put it back on the grill for another 18 hours. It wasn't that but it was but like it's, but it's close it's, enough something, it's involved. Yeah, it was it was like almost like a whole days worth of of just cooking it, not yeah. even prepping it, and you know, cutting it and serving it. That doesn't even include it in those eighteen hours that you're going to put it on the grill. I,
0: I I saw a video of a guy making pastrami out of a yeah. brisket, and it looked delicious, right? Because I love pastrami, mm-hmm. and uh, I thought, boy, how cool would it be to make your own pastrami? And then I and then I watched the whole video. I'm like, there ain't no way I'm going through that. Yeah, I know it's a big it's a big pain in the ass. It's a huge pain. It's not that it's complicated or difficult. It's just time consuming mm-hmm. and even though you could probably you know you step away from the grill, yeah you know go out for a little while and come back it's still going to be there without a problem, you still got to go back and and tend to it. I mean yeah. you, you can't just leave it and forget it you, there's, there's the there's timing involved.
1: you know now that we're on the subject of food, I went and got sandwiches at the uh, at the grocery store the other day. yeah. And uh, I won't say which grocery store. What's it rhyme with? Uh, I can't even say that. It's one of those places. Gotcha. It's one of the one of the big ones, right? All right. Um, these people at Price Right, oh, awful, <laughs> awful. Uh, anyway, so they they have the deli where you can you, know, you can get a sandwich made to order, and the woman uh, making the sandwich, she doesn't like close the sandwich to wrap it. She just left it wide open and then wrapped the paper around it. Mm. So then when I opened up the paper, the stuff was just everywhere. you you going to close and she, it. And she did that with – she. I ordered two sandwiches, and she did that with both of them. I thought she – maybe I was like, maybe there's too much stuff in that one, but I didn't order anything like crazy with it. No. But it was a very sli- – she would not make it one day as a Subway art sandwich artist.
0: Well, see, but there—I mean, I know uh, people who have gone through the, uh, the the very rigorous training program to become a Subway sandwich artist, and it's not as simple as you might think.
1: Well, the Van Gogh. Who's the Van Gogh of so, so, so Subway sandwich? I artists. happen to know someone uh,
0: very, very well. She is a sandwich artist, and mm-hmm. she's had rigorous training and yeah. years of experience. And if you were gonna, if you were gonna make a sandwich at home, you yeah know, with better ingredients and things that tasted better, I'm sure that sandwich would be perfect because she's been she's yeah. got the technique down.
1: Well, that's the thing. It was like she's got the technique, she could go work at this place. yes. and uh, they would hire her in a heartbeat because apparently they don't have good sandwich artists at this particular grocery store.
0: You know what we were uh, we were going to uh, heading up to to Vermont a couple of weeks ago and we we kind of had a late start. We said, "Well, let's just grab lunch, you know, on our way, take it to go and then uh, and and that'll be that'll be it." So we go to Hot Table by mm-hmm. Winnick. Yeah. I've Got to tell you. That place is real damn good. I've been there before and it's like for whatever reason, it just hit me how, how much I wish there was one just a little bit closer than Winnick.
1: That's a chain, right? That's like a... Like yeah, a, but it's like a local chain. Oh, so it's not like a national uh, type of thing. No. Somebody locally owns this and started here, right? Yeah. Right, what that is? Yeah. I They got they just put a new one in Westfield. I'm not even sure if it's open yet because I haven't gone by there, but they look like it was about to open. It's You know where the Friendlies uh, is in Westfield, the one by the Pike? Yes. So you know the 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 U turn thing that they got there, that crazy U turn that there's yes. no stop sign there. It's just people just traveling through, and yeah. uh, they put it right in the center of that. It's a it's a star it's a combo Starbucks and a, oh, and a hot table next that? to each other. That's a great idea. Yeah, I don't know though. I mean, I I really got to see the traffic flow of that whole operation there because it's already a mess to begin with. Yeah, you, know, you got rush hour traffic in the morning or the afternoon. But what's it gonna look like now that the, the Starbucks and the Hot Table are open? I don't
0: know. John what? DeVoy from uh from from Springfield yeah. owns is the president of of Hot Table. We okay. we had him in uh on the show not that long ago talking about uh he's uh he's ex military. Oh, okay. And all He had the beer that he's doing. All right. all right, yeah. Yeah, he owns Hot Table. Okay,
1: all right, I remember that guy.
0: Uh, I gotta tell you, I was very it, it, you it's have? good. I had like a like a chicken pesto panini. That Ooh, sounds good, man. It was good. Chicken pesto panini sounds delicious. I would just drink, and pesto is like my third favorite uh, beverage. I would just suck that stuff down all day long. But uh, yeah, no, it's terrific.
1: All right, yeah. Well, so I'm there you go. Have to try a hot table yeah. at some point.
0: And you know what? I'm pretty sure when they wrap that sandwich, they're not going to leave the whole damn thing open for you. Mm-hmm. They're going to close it like you're supposed to do with a sandwich.
1: Right. And don't forget to join backs at Rockies tomorrow at 10 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Twenty-three. I'm glad, I'm glad we got around out yeah. to that conversation. Well, why don't you do like ten seconds of what you're supposed to do tomorrow? Um, tonight, I'm going to Field Press oh. Brewing over in Wilbraham uh, to raise money for the Real Men Wear Pink for the American Cancer Society. That's the one good. on Boston yeah, Road. Yeah, it starts at five thirty. It's a uh, twenty-five dollars, and uh, you get a night's worth of beers and uh, and you're donating to a great cause, there and you, you get deep. to see me.
0: Wow, that alone's worth the price That's of twenty-five right. bucks.
1: I'm giving you. I'm giving you. Uh, twenty seven fifty worth of me for twenty five bucks <laughs> and you get a beer out of it. Yeah. You so can't a ch- beat that.
0: A, so a charity uh you benefits <laughs> and you benefit not you, but you know, you as the consumer oh, yeah. uh, benefit too, because you're getting kind of a discount based on your normal price. I'm giving two dollars and fifty
1: cents more of me.
0: Totally worth it. hmm It's six twenty four with backs and nagel and rock one oh two. It's 627 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102.
1: going to be uh, nice today after it uh, warms up a little bit. It's going to be sunny in a high of 62. Tomorrow, sunny in a high of 67. Rain for Sunday at a high of 62. And then rain all throughout next week. Which really kind of stinks. But uh, it's 33 right now in downtown Springfield.
0: Hey, uh, not to reveal too much or to necessarily uh, to name drop, but uh, things about the Mayflower Marathon are really starting to come together. We had a a big uh, Zoom meeting yesterday, talking about uh, some of the details. It's uh-huh. all starting to come around. Yeah, and uh, we got some pretty damn good guests coming up already.
1: We do. Uh, one of them, possibly, can I say who? Yeah,
0: if you want, sure.
1: One of them, uh, possibly being a uh, uh, space ghost. Remember Space Ghost Coast to Coast?
0: Sure do. Yeah, We're yeah.
1: Have uh, that guy. Uh, I believe his name is Bob.
0: We'll figure yeah. that. We, I mean, we we'll, we'll we'll got some time to work on I that I just one.
1: know him as Space Ghost because he yeah. used to interview all those celebrities and stuff.
0: Like, I, uh, I, I was uh, texting with Gary Hoey yesterday. Ho, ho, Hoey. He's got a uh, he's got a rock and roll fantasy camp going on that yeah. week, so he won't be able to physically be down at MGM, but he'll he will be on the phone with us. Okay, we just got to figure out the time. Yeah, and we also have another uh, major uh, rock star too, which is pretty exciting.
1: Uh, Mick Jagger. No. Um Ozzy Osbourne. Uh no. Vince Neil.
0: Mm, no. Uh
1: let's see uh, who else.
0: It's a guy we've talked to before.
1: Uh Carrot Top. No. He's a rock star. No, he's not. He is in my mind.
0: Well, maybe in your mind, but you're you're alone on that one.
1: All right, well we'll 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 just keep the keep the quiet. We'll go the
0: keep bag. it to ourselves. Yeah. But it's a good one. Pretty damn good one. We'll uh, we, let you know in the next couple of weeks.
1: The person better be very energetic when we talk to them. Very I'm, energetic. He,
0: that this guy, has, you know, bleeds energy. He's like he's, a, he's like a walking nuclear power plant. He's got so much energy.
1: Like they, uh, like they, like they just did six lines of coke and a shot of espresso from Starbucks.
0: Yeah. After dropping like a twelve pack of Red Bull. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that's the kind of energy I want for an interview.
0: We got news next to Rock 102.
2: Slots are filling up
0: it's uh 6 32 with Bax Nagel and Rock 102 it's time for news and it's brought to you by Gary Rom Gary will pay you more for your car whether you trade it or not it's time for news here's Dave
1: <laughs> oh <laughs> Listen to boy me.
0: it's time for news here's local radio icon Steve Nagel
1: thanks Bax you're welcome Stephen a, a Longmeadow resident was rescued by an off-duty Longmeadow fire deputy during a house fire yesterday afternoon Longmeadow firefighters were called to Meadowlark Drive around 5.30 p.m. for a report of the house fire. Deputy Fire Chief Macosta, because he doesn't have a first name, was off duty and on his way home when the call came in. He detoured to the home and got there before the first fire truck. He's like the Charo of fire prevention. Yes, I'm um, I'm Chief Macosta. What's your first name? It's just Chief. <laughs> Deputy, Deputy Chief. Anyway, we... Uh, He was on his way home. He detoured to the home and got there before the first fire truck. When he approached the home, one of the residents informed him there was someone still inside the home that was on fire. Macosta grabbed a fire extinguisher and entered the home and dragged the resident out of the house to safety. Both residents were taken to the hospital and treated for their injuries but are expected to be okay. Longmeadow firefighters extinguished the fire with help from East Longmeadow, Agawam, and Thompsonville Fire Departments. The home was significantly damaged by smoke, fire, and water. The cause is still under investigation. Well, good on this guy. Yeah, no kidding. Like Je- a real hero Jeppity and stuff. Chief McCasta. I think uh, somebody's taken over the uh, the role of Dom Dom. Or listen, is this the Dom Dom of Longmeadow? I don't. I, yeah. I
0: don't I, 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 listen, there can only be one Dom Dom.
1: Listen, I just walked up to that house fire. I went, and the whole thing was out. <laughs> and I made a wish. Yeah. Yeah. Notice how you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> All my wishes come true. Uh pretty scary situation, and and good on this guy for for uh, getting those people out because that's I, it, what, house fires scare the crap out of
0: me. Yeah, they're not, to, they're not they're not the preferable thing.
1: Here's some good news for people who live in Munson: the Route 32 bridge is scheduled to reopen by the end of the day today. According to the Mass DOT, the Route 32 bridge on Palmer Road is scheduled to reopen. Friday, October 21st, but no specific time. The contractor will be continuing with steel and paint work, which may uh, lead to periodic lane closures, but the bridge will stay open as the work continues. All right. Well, so that, that's good. That's the one uh, that's had that traffic light at it for the last two years. It's, a, it's like a one lane. Um, I, I hate those. Yeah, I, I hate I, I, those things. I, I'm, uh, I'm
0: ashamed to say I don't uh, know Munson the way I probably should.
1: Yeah, well, I've only been out there a couple of times in the last uh, couple of years, maybe. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you wait forever for the light to change. Even if there's nobody on the other side of that bridge, you still got to wait for that thing to change. And then people don't know, like, they need to stop at the certain stop line thing. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the thing won't trigger saying that there's traffic going this way. So people who stop too far behind or go over, the thing doesn't trip, and then, uh, then you got to, like, yeah, honk big, your horn or whatever. That's a big pain. The pain, the like you know what? A uh, card skimmer used at a gas station, along with uh, I'm sorry, at a gas station along Route Nine, obtained a credit and debit card information that withdrew money from a victim's account illegally, according to the UMass Amherst Police Department. On Monday, a student that stopped for gas along Route Nine was approached by a woman who said she had no cash or card to buy gas, and the station would not accept the check. The woman told the student she would write a check if she swiped her card so she could get gas, and the student agreed. Later that night, money was taken out of the student's account. Police say a card skimmer was used to obtain the student's credit and debit card information to steal money from the account. ATMs and gas stations are common spots for schemers to place these uh, skimmers. Card skimmers can be uh, hard to see but uh, because they're made to blend with the machine that they've been attached to. Should you always like kind of tug at it a little bit before you put your card in? Yeah, well, don't you tug at anything before you put it into anything else?
0: Well, I try not to tug in public if I can help Right.
1: It. Yeah, you probably should, but um, that's a great scheme. Hey, uh, listen, I need $5 for gas. Can you just scan your card here? That's all I want to put in, mm-hmm. $5. And they already have the skimmer set up on the pump.
0: See, I, w- I would tell that person, say if it were me, because I'm so suspicious, Um no, I'm actually at my credit limit and can't afford to give you five dollars off my card.
1: Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm all out of debit swipes for yeah. you.
0: By the way, that would be a bald faced lie, but I would still say it anyway, because I'm not going to give you five dollars for gas.
1: That's gonna be the next thing with these uh with these uh, vagrants hanging out on traffic islands. They're just gonna have squares on their phone.
0: All right uh <laughs> could you just scan uh just uh I'm sorry, do you have a chip? I've, card, I card, because
1: I could we could transfer money that way. I've seen the uh, the what you call it, um, the not the not the square thing, but they people have Venmo like yeah, like Venmo me or cash app me. Here's my these kids that are driving the other the other thing is these kids that are driving around,- mm-hmm. it's not just vagrants doing that. it's uh, it's kids driving around with their after graduation. Just graduated. Venmo me at blah. I'm like, I'm not Venmoing you. Wait, but there's people who do that. I will Venmo you. Uh,
0: you know, let's say for example, you're providing a service around my home, and rather than write a check or so, you just Venmo me. Yeah. All right, I'll do that. Or you know, maybe I'll occasionally you know Venmo my kids when they're in school. Right. Give them a few. Uh, give them a few bucks. I've done that a few times, and uh, and that's and that's cool. But generally speaking, I. I don't want to accept money through Venmo. Yeah, is that wrong? Is that weird? I don't know if that's weird or not.
1: Uh, you can. It's not how I would want to get paid. Well, I don't mind getting paid via Venmo because you just put it into your account. Then Venmo is just a third party. Right. Trend. No, I, yeah. I get
0: that. I just, I just would prefer a cash or check in my hand mm, that's yeah. just me
1: no i'd rather have the electronic thing then i know i get the money right away
0: see i walk around with like uh, like i got the big bucks sometimes i have as many as 25 dollars in my pocket any one given day walking around town all cocksure myself oh look at you sure you're damn right
1: um yeah i i prefer the Venmo. but but i'm not gonna put i'm gonna write it in soap on the back of my windshield hey poor <laughs> radio host needs money <laughs> He could only a will tell time and temp for yeah. food. He uh he he saw the price of a box of pasta last week at Price Right and couldn't believe his eyes that it was over a dollar twenty nine. It's not even it's the like, good brand. I'm stuff. not making enough money for that. I know this is ridiculous. Detectives from the Springfield Police are looking for the public's help in identifying two people after cash was taken that was left by a customer by accident, according to the Springfield Police Department on Facebook. Nobody wanted to talk no, to Ryan I guess yesterday. Not. At around 3 p.m. on uh, Thursday, October 13th. Ooh, my birthday. A person accidentally left an undisclosed amount of cash in an envelope at a register at Burlington Coat Factory on Cooley Street. The woman in the photo is suspected to have taken the envelope and placed it in her pocket. If you can identify either the woman or the man in the photos, you're asked to contact the Springfield Police Detective Bureau. Or you can do anonymously with text a tip
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll uh, keep my my eyes open for suspicious activity.
1: That's right. tick. Text the tip. No. Burlington Coat Factory. Who would have thought that you would get robbed over at that place?
0: Well, I never felt like I was getting robbed by shopping at Burlington Coat Factory. No. You can get good coats at a
1: decent price. Rock bottom prices. Rock. Total rock bottom. Um, yeah, you know, I, uh, I used to go there a lot because they, they have the big and fat section. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, they always had like cheap clothes for the big and fat guy. At the Burlington Coat Factory, but now their selection has like dwindled. It's like a gigantic store with like two racks of stuff. Yeah, isn't it weird? It's totally weird. I mean, I, I get the whole idea that uh, you know you probably with all that inventory you probably don't, you know, you probably turn it enough. I, the place got cleaned out during the pandemic. That was the that was the one thing that they did. A lot of yeah, but it was even in. before that,
0: even before then they mm-hmm. were starting to have smaller. Lots of inventory. Yeah, they were, they were. I don't know if they were like downsizing or what they were doing, but you know, it's an enormous. Usually, the, the Burlington Coat Factories are enormous stores, and yeah. usually in the old days, it was filled to the, you know, to the ceilings with of uh, you know good stuff. You know, uh, you're a you're a kind of a, a a big and tall type of type of fella, right? Big, big and fat. Yeah, Yeah, right. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, I've been a uh, you know, uh, short and fat. Sometimes there, in my life, I've had to go with the big and tall shops myself. More of the short and portly.
1: Like the uh, Rodney Dangerfield. The, the big and fat store. When you go for a jog, do you leave potholes? <laughs> um, riddle me this.
0: Yeah. Do you find, I mean, I always find something, I get, uh, something to buy at a big and tall. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually something, and it's usually you know, good quality stuff. But do you notice that big and talls are sometimes pricier, than
1: other stores yeah believe me dude i've been down this road All right. many times
0: yeah and i'm not uh, i'm not pointing fingers because that's not what i'm going to do but sometimes i notice that it's a little bit more maybe because you're paying for more fabric yeah but i think there sometimes is this uh delusion that you know we're so desperate to buy clothes that fit mm-hmm. that there's you know the, the, the sky is the limit as to how much they'll charge you what the the, the don't understand is you know, is uh, big guys like you and me going to shop at those places? We can't afford something that's expensive because all of our money is going to food. Yeah. Uh,
1: I don't. Uh, I yep. sh- I shop every once in a while to get something nice. You yeah. Know, if I need to go out somewhere, occasion, a wedding, bar mitzvah, uh, any number of different events. Sure. Um, but it, it is very pricey. And it's it's like. Yeah, I can only afford to buy one outfit.
0: How can I continue to be a good shopper and a continued uh y- your customer if you're taking money away from the thing yeah. that normally gets me to be a consumer of your goods and services? I don't know. You're taking food off my table so I can buy myself a nice jacket. <sighs> Got to tell you, I'm not so sure that's a good uh, a good business model. Discounted fat and portly.
1: Think about that for a little bit. Oh I I think it was called Burlington Coat Factory at <laughs> one time. That's when they had all that stuff. Yeah but they got like
0: 25 fat guys all haggling over the same the, the same shirt.
1: What the hell the shirt that I see the guy? Oh this guy walked out of the uh, guy walked out of the store the other day uh, in Westfield with a big Pokemon uh, sweatshirt and it was like bright and colorful. Yeah, and I'm like, I like that sweatshirt and he goes, Burlington Coat Factory man. That's where I got my shirt with the guy on the... It's a silhouette of a guy with a, a metal detector, and it says, Beach better have my money. <laughs> I love great. that one. That's yeah. a good
0: one. That's good.
1: Uh, when November begins, so 2 starts a ban on mattresses and clothes and landfills. Uh, the Massachusetts Department of Environmental Protection enacted the law earlier this year to go into effect on November 1st. Uh, the Pittsfield Public Utilities Commissioner, Ricardo Morales, because we had to go all the way out to Pittsfield to find out Hey, with uh, slow news day, yeah, let's, send that, uh, let's send that young buck reporter out there and uh, <laughs> send him out to Pittsfield to a, a landfill.
0: None of the other uh, dumps and landfills would talk to us. Uh, you're the only one who's answered our phone call.
1: Can I dump a mattress over there in the wintertime? No, you cannot. According to the DEP website, Massachusetts residents and businesses discard around 600,000 mattresses and box springs annually? That seems like a lot of mattresses to be thrown away every
0: year. How often do you buy a mattress? I haven't bought a mattress in two
1: decades. Well, I don't need to buy a mattress. I own my sleep number bed, which is uh, comfortable, and I get to pick the firmness of the bed. That's the sleep number setting that you hear mm. about, Backs so That's a 45, which means it's not too firm, it's not too soft. It's just right for me, and I stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Now, they're a little pricey, right? Yeah, they're a little pricey, backs. but can you really afford another restless night's sleep? You make a good argument, Steve. I do make a you good really,
0: argument. I mean, I, I, honestly.
1: But six hundred thousand mattresses—that's ridiculous. It also states that mattresses are composed of about seventy-five percent recyclable materials once disassembled. This happened to me in in my town, where the guy says to me, uh, "I said how much?" First of all, they're not. I just saw a sign there the other day at the at the transfer station that they're not taking any more mattresses and thing, probably because of this law, right? but it said if you know beforehand if you wanted to get rid of a mattress and a box spring it was $40 per piece to get rid of it so it'd be $80 to get rid of a mattress and a box spring yeah now get this if you disassemble the mattress and take all the filling out you can stuff the filling into trash bags <sighs> And then the metal goes into the metal dumpster at the thing, and you don't pay for the metal recycling. You only pay for the dollar or two it costs you for the bag.
0: I was going to mention this. You know, the best way to do it, a couple contractor bags and a Sawzall,
1: you're getting rid of that mattress for free. I'll tell you the best way to do it, Uh, my dad taught me this, gasoline and a road flare. (laughs) That'll work, too. And a six-pack of Bud Heavies on a Saturday afternoon. Of course, you
0: may have some explaining to do to the local fire department, but hey, at hey, least you got rid of the mattress. No, no, no,
1: you do it on a low cloud cover day so they can't <laughs> tell that you're burning black smoke in your backyard. Good idea. Yeah, this is the way you do it. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of 62. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 67. It's Flavin in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh
0: yeah. Hey everybody, it's back to Springfield's Classic Rock at 654 and the Allman Brothers with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: Oh, going to be a nice one today. Sunny and a high of 62. Tomorrow, more of the same with a high of 67. And then uh, it all turns to crap on Sunday with rain for the rest of the week. (laughs) cold and chilly. It's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. Hey, make
0: sure you check out the uh, The Daily Podcast available on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Spotify, and on rock102.com. It'll be posted just after the show today. And also, check out Baxi's musical podcast. My guest this week has been Fee Wable from the Tubes. Really cool interview. He's got a couple of uh, dates uh, coming through New England next month, so you can uh, listen up for that. And then on Monday, my conversation with uh, author Mark Wasserman. i uh, written a book called Ska Boom. It's an oral history of American Ska. It's actually yeah. a really cool book, and uh, you will be able to check that out on Monday on rock102.com.
1: Um, did you decorate for Halloween outside of your house?
0: We have one decoration. It's a it, pumpkin. It's a it's like a, it's a pumpkin. Yeah, but it's not a real pumpkin. It's like a like a metal pumpkin. I went by your house last night. No, you uh, did not. I'm kidding. But I uh,
1: drive out to that crap hole.
0: What are you talking about? It's a Ham- lovely neighborhood. Hamden?
1: No, Hamden. Hamden is a lovely burg. It's like the uh, you live in the projects over there.
0: No, there are no uh, there are no projects <laughs> are <sure>? in Hamden. <laughs> Pretty sure. Anyway, uh, yeah, just uh,
1: just the one pumpkin, and that's it. Yeah. Well, the city of Prosser, Washington, has been forced to remove a Karen-themed Halloween display after receiving complaints from residents. In a hilariously ironic move, the official entry into the town's annual decoration competition was removed thanks to Karens being offended. Oh, for crying out loud. Uh, City officials uh, ordered the display to be removed on October 17th. Uh, Sad news, really, as the scarecrow, which donned a... Can I Speak to the Manager t-shirt showed a great sense of humor. In fact, talking to the manager is exactly what residents in the town decided to do. A real-life Karen claimed the display was based on her likeness. Maricela Sanchez, which doesn't even rhyme with Karen, uh, said that the scarecrow was clearly a personal attack. This past weekend, City Hall entered an annual Halloween decorating contest with a ghoulish scarecrow dressed up to look like me, she Mm. said. Prosser City Hall engaged in targeted public harassment of a private Prosser citizen on public grounds. They created a grotesque effigy of to publicly humiliate a city resident as retaliation for opposing a city bond proposal on the upcoming ballot.
0: You know, um, I'm I'm not for a bullying of 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 any kind. Uh, I'm not uh, I'm not a big fan of that. But if someone is mocking you mm-hmm. and your behavior, yeah then maybe the problem is not the person doing the mocking, but maybe it's the person with the behavior.
1: The uh, display was removed immediately, and city administrator Thomas Glover had to issue an apology. Apology. This was no way intended to be a political statement, a likeness to any individual or community group. We have investigated the issue internally and found that no one who participated in creating uh, the entry intended any malice. These actions were regrettable and Uh, but unintentional. It wasn't meant for just one jackass in town. It was meant
0: for the universal jackass.
1: Yes. Funny enough, the display was made by City Hall. You have to wonder if they didn't make it because they deal with Karens and their extreme demands on a daily basis. Either way, the Karens win again. The display is gone. Uh, (laughs) Boo-hoo-hoo. You know, I do feel bad for people because I know a lot of Karens that are actually very nice women, and they don't complain about things. They're, you know, Mm -hmm. it's unfortunate that this has been associated with people who, you know, uh, complain to people a lot. I don't know why that. I don't know. I don't.
0: I don't don't know. But uh, you know, I don't know of anyone naming their kid Karen these days. Just just based on the inference, I'd be like. Like, uh, like, look how they stained the the the, the, the proud nickname for Richard. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, a lot of Richards out there back in the uh, '60s and '70s and even earlier than that. Yeah, they, they go by that uh, that one nickname, and now you never hear it. Even kids I knew who we used that name for, whose name was Richard, mm-hmm. no longer want to be called no. by that name no. because
1: of its. Because of its phallic inference, uh, I was going to name my son. If I had a son, I would have named him Joel Rifkin. That would have been a mistake, yeah. ultimately. Or, or Jeffrey. Yes. Little Jeffrey Dahmer.
0: Jeffrey D. <laughs> Nagel. Yeah. Right. Jeffrey D. Dahmer. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, eh, well, hey, you know what? Some people are just unfortunate to have that kind of name.
0: It's 659 with Bax and Nagel and Rock 102. New England goal. <laughs>
2: And now, Vax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Outdoor Power Headquarters, Steel, Ego, and Craftsman, Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans, how the heck are you? Hey, I don't know if I've ever said this publicly, but despite being a fan of the Boston Celtics, my second favorite team in the NBA has always been the Detroit Pistons. Granted, it's been a long time since the Pistons were any good, for whatever reason, I've always felt a certain soft spot for those guys, no matter how many years it's been since they've won a playoff game. And by the way, the answer is 13. Nevertheless, I like the Pistons. Are you kidding me? I'm crazy about them. So much so that I have Piston shirts. I have Piston pants. I have Piston socks. I have Piston hats. In fact, I have Piston stuff all over the house. And even though my wife isn't crazy about any of that Piston stuff, I love it. Sadly, the Pistons share some other things with the Boston Celtics that are not so great. For example, in much the same way that the Celtics suspended hedge coach Emi Odoka for acting like a horny skirt chasing scumbag, the Pistons have just placed their assistant general manager on leave for allegedly committing the same sort of wildly inappropriate behavior. According to reports, the Pistons have reprimanded assistant general manager Rob Murphy for his inappropriate workplace behavior with a female employee. The details of the situation have not been made public. However, it doesn't take an awful lot to create a hostile work environment. And for that, Murphy has been placed on leave. Listen, I know it's difficult for some men to believe this, but your office space is not designed, intended, or set up to accommodate your inappropriate sexual advances, urges, desires, needs, or fantasies. You are there to work, and no employment situation should be disrupted by your disgustingly indulgent behavior. And the thing is, it's really not that difficult to make sure that you comply with your workplace rules and policies. And yet, just like Ime Udoka before him, now this horny dope's turned to a... To pay, it's his turn to pay for his warped sense of sexual entitlement. In other words, if you want to act like a pig, there are plenty of other places for you to go. I suggest you take some time off to think about where they may be. But hey, never mind, yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Go to the Agawam Rockies tomorrow. You might win the Ooty Outdoor Pizza Oven, the Weber Gas Grill, the Traeger Woodfire Grill, the Carhartt Shopping Spree, the Milwaukee Drill and Driver Kit. The Ego battery-powered string trimmer. It's a prize bonanza tomorrow at the grand reopening at the, at the Agawam Rockies. I'm back. That's my view from the couch. Rock 102, Springfield's
1: Classic Rock. 102,
0: Springfield's Classic Rock. Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 711 in the Who. With Baxter Nagel and Rock One Hundred and Two,
1: uh, it's going to be sunny and nice today with a high of sixty-two. It's thirty-three in downtown Springfield. Before you get into that, uh, I'm just reading. I'm re- seeing this picture on Reddit. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a picture of a res- at the inside of a restaurant. I don't even know where this is because uh, most people don't s- pinpoint locations. But it's like at the inside of a deli, and they've posted their reviews up on the inside of the restaurant. Like somebody wrote Yelp reviews, and then you know they put the lines up, and it says you know the first one says. This place rocks, great staff and awesome sandwiches. Erica, five stars, right? And, nice. they, you know, best customer service, freshest subs, blows Subway out of the water, you know, five <laughs> stars. And then, why don't you update your decorations? One star. And then, the service here is atrocious, one star. But it's so funny that they do that because it's like. That's you know, great. Yeah, yeah. Might, the- as, might as well let everybody know, you know, what's going on. <laughs>
2: And now, live
1: from the Richard Grieco Studios in East Long Meadow, Massachusetts, it's Open Line
2: Friday! Friday. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Meow, (laughs) meow, meow, meow! 293-1021, Open Line Friday. Keep your, your, uh, yeah, the lines are open, but keep your filthy mouths shut if you're going to come on the show and do nothing but... Belch out profanity. Do it somewhere else. Yes. Save that for Zito or the Kellogg crew. Yeah. And your hate speech. I don't want to hear any of that either.
1: No, I don't want to hear any of your no. hate speech either.
0: All right. So let's uh, let's wait for the phones to start blowing up. Yeah, this is a...
1: I don't like waiting for the calls to come through.
0: Yeah, even if it's like that's a matter of seconds. And seconds.
1: Like what, once once somebody does it. Uh, the phones aren't... Oh, no, no. Here's somebody calling right now.
0: Uh, okay. Uh, Rock102,
1: good morning. Who's this?
0: Joe and Agawam.
1: Hey, Joe. How are you? Good. Who's this, Steve? Uh, it's Bax, Bax and Steve. Bax and Steve. Well, it's har- hard to tell over the phone. You're, uh, you're live on the air.
2: Since you lost Dave to another show, uh, what happened to your running joke about vaccine and Dave? Huh?
0: Vaccine uh-huh? and Dave. I don't know if we had, that was ever a real joke.
2: Wow. Well, you ran it, long on a vaccine. Vaccine and Dave. Vaccine and Dave.
1: Yeah. Listen, uh, there was a lot of things that happened, and we have no <laughs> recollection of it. It's kind of like we were in a brain fog for yeah. a few months. And, no recollection uh, or I, I, any power. I, I'm sure something was running, but we didn't pay attention to it. But well, we appreciate. All right. Well.
0: <laughs> good luck. All right. Well, thanks for the call. Oh, I appreciate it. Well. Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this?
2: Yes. Good morning. This is
0: Jim. Hey, Jim. What's up? Uh,
2: you were talking earlier. Yes. Hi. We were talking earlier about the skimmers and the gas pumps. Yeah. We should be educated on what to look for. Because I don't. I never see what they look like.
1: Oh, well, uh well they say if you put your card in and, and and the thing feels a little wobbly uh you might be the victim of a skimmer. And yeah. That, and that's, no way. Yeah, and that's pretty much all you're going to get. I think if you
0: if I think if you grab the hold of the uh, of the skimmer before you put your card in, if it comes yep. out in your hand, it's probably a scam. I gotcha. You. Thank you. A- right. a- anytime. Always here to help.
2: Oh, thank you for your time, and you do a good job, both you and Steve. God oh, bless
0: you. Thank you very much. How about that? A little little complimentary action there. Compliment. Rock102, good morning. Who's this? It's Tony. Hey, Tony, what's on your mind?
2: Hey, I was, uh, were you guys talking about the McCree's farm at the beginning of the week? About, like, how they had to like, go through that hunt and stuff like that? Yeah, uh, we yeah, were, yeah. yeah we were talking about,
1: it. about yeah, the, the, uh, mon- the Scream Park, yeah.
2: Yeah, yep. Uh, so I was, I think on uh, Saturday with the wife, you know how they announced that, hey, if you have any medical conditions, you know, please tell us right now. Right. Well, no one said anything. We're going through the uh, barn or the clown thing. Well, our door shut, and that soon the door shut, and the need a woman had a grandma seizure. Yeah,
0: that's, oh, really?
1: Oh, that's well, That's not good. Yeah. That's, but that...
2: not yep, so that... stopped the whole production. No,
1: yeah.
0: uh, that's not... That's that's a
1: horrible story. Well, I'm sure they, 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 they took care of things right away, because they were always... Pretty, they're ugly, right on the up spot up there. And they, and they told you that there was going to be some.
2: Yeah, if you're uh, having lights up there, I you've got know. some
1: pre existing conditions.
0: You might want to think twice about doing something like that.
2: Yeah, she's only had 300 pounds, like in the last year, and she's like, Oh, I took medication. I didn't think anything was going to happen. Well, sure, ride's not for you, buddy.
1: Yeah. 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 All right. Hey, thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah, you know, Bax had an epileptic seizure on a ride Aww. once. I was on with him? But it wasn't a spoon I held his tongue down with hey, him. You know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying?
0: Yeah, yeah, sure. Rock 102,
1: good morning. Who's this? George. Hey
2: Hey, George. Good, what's up? Hey, I just want to say you two are doing just fine together. Are we? Thank you, George. You
0: You know what? I'm loving it. You're not doing so bad yourself,
2: George. Yeah. Hey. After fifteen surgeries, yeah, I'm still kicking. There you go.
1: Fifteen surgeries. Name every single one of them. In alphabetical order Mm -hmm. and
0: by order of length.
2: Okay, now you're pushing the envelope. All (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right, George. Thank you very much for the call. All right, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this?
2: Good morning. This is the ghost of
0: Eric
1: Carl. How are you, (laughs) (laughs) gentlemen? Oh, Eric. Eric, I'm so uh, glad you called in. What's on your mind, Eric?
2: Yes, I just wanted to let you know that I am, physically, I am watching O'Brien, waiting for him to come visit me in the (laughs) grave. Speaking of dead things. I am so happy to also have joined with me is the Mass Hat. I was (laughs) so happy with that guy. Thank you, Eric. You're you're, you're right right where you belong. (laughs) You you guys are still not allowed in my museum. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, All right,
0: thanks. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this?
2: Hey, this is Hooper. How you doing? Good. What's What's up, up, man? I just want to know why the guy in the white Ford Ranger is always angrily tailgating me when I go 10 miles over the speed limit. He's like a foot off my bumper.
1: Uh, I have no idea why the man in the white Ford Ranger is a foot off your bumper. <laughs> maybe he's finds you attractive. Yeah, yeah you. maybe. Maybe there's something yeah. you're doing he's not happy about. Yeah.
2: I know it's like we go through twenty mile an hour zones on this route, and if he wants to get somewhere so fast, this kid should what, go what probably ro- a different route.
1: What road are you on?
2: Oh, uh, we go from Southampton all the way up to Smith-Volk in Northampton, and that's where he stops tailgating.
1: Oh, wow! Well, got gotcha. yeah, right. places to go. Wouldn't it be funny uh, if he were,
0: if that got, guy got, wouldn't it be wild if that guy were listening to this conversation right now and hey and saying
1: hey, I think they're talking about me. I'm in a White Ranger. Yeah. I act like a douchebag. I, I, that's what I'm hoping for. Yeah, all right. right. Yeah, We've we, we publicly, publicly shamed him now. Yeah, <laughs> I got tons of video of him.
0: So, <laughs> well, good plan. Good. Anyway, thank you very much for the call. Appreciate it. Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this?
2: Hey, it's Tom calling from 91 North.
0: Hey, Tom, what's hold,
1: up? Hold.
2: Hey, just quick questions about. Uh, well, I wanted to compliment bags and Steve and how they're doing. Thank you. Duo, I- Curious about whether they're going to bring in a third person again. I know I can't ask questions about John or Dave. Why? Well,
0: at, at this well, point, I don't, I don't think know. there's any plans to bring in a third person. Yeah. It's just going to be okay. Steve and I for for the time being.
1: Yeah, we can't afford that. I know. We can't even get I coffee. We can't afford- even get a coffee machine up in our break room. You think they're going to have enough money for a third person on this show?
2: <laughs> I think it's working fine as a duo. Thanks a lot, you guys. I'm a long-term listener.
0: Oh, thank so, you very much. We, we appreciate
2: you. it. All right, yeah, thank you.
0: Uh, Rock 102. Good morning. Who's this?
2: This is Scott from Wilbraham. Who's this?
0: This is Bax and Steve. What's going on?
2: Bax, we're practically neighbors. We live in Hampton, right?
1: Yeah, yes, we do. What's the, what? What is your exact? Yeah, address? what is your exact address and your social security number? <laughs> What's your mother's oh, maiden yeah, I'll, name?
2: I'll get that right. I'll get that right to you. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> So uh, you mentioned Fee Waybill uh, coming yeah. in the area. Is this a thing by himself, or is he with the tubes?
0: No, it's it's with the tubes, um, and they they're, they're going to be in New Haven on the 26th of November. At the uh, oh no, hold on a second. No, nope, that's the uh, the that's the wrong thing. No, he uh, yeah Fee Waybill is going to be in Rhode Island uh, in the next uh, couple of weeks, and then also in uh, in. Beverly, Mass. So, they, yeah, they're, it, it's oh. the 40th anniversary of Outside Inside, you know, the album that had, uh, oh. you know, uh, she's a beauty and the wild women of Wongo. Check out the uh, the interview. It's actually yeah. a really good one. Fia's is awesome.
2: Oh yeah, that, last time I saw the Tubes, it was such a m- mismatched concert with Striper at the Agora <laughs> Ballroom. No Bowl, man, Connecticut.
0: Striper. God, Striper. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's two totally different crowds right there.
2: But then I saw him at Club Casino with Todd Rundgren and Utopia. That was a better show.
0: I bet it was. Well, I mean, Rundgren had produced them a couple of times, too. So, Yeah. Very yeah. cool. All right. Hey, thanks for the hey, call. Thanks for the info. No problem. Yeah. You bet. Uh, Rock 102, good morning. Who's this?
2: This is Rob. Hey, Rob. What's up? Hey, uh, I'm usually a day late. I listen on the uh, podcast. Yeah. So the other morning, Steve complained about Top Petty being played, and you said... Well, we can't, you know, play anything hard that early. You know, it's too early for people just waking up. But I would love to hear Master of Puppets at 525 Monday oh. morning.
0: If it, were only, if it were just a little yeah. bit shorter than eight minutes, yeah. you know I would play it. I'd play it like at 7 o'clock in the morning just to wake people up.
2: All right, we'll play it twice then. Okay, back
0: to back, no problem.
2: Yeah, you guys have a great weekend. All right, thanks, <laughs> you, <laughs> you too. too.
0: Rock 102, good morning, who's this?
2: Wallace from Glastonbury, Connecticut.
1: What's up, Wallace?
2: Not much. I just want to call and say I'm probably one of the few uh, African-American uh, guys that listen and enjoy your radio station. And I miss the, uh, the part you guys do is, uh, uh, what is it, uh, can harass or something like that?
1: Can harass? What? What? What?
2: Uh, uh, Yeah, yeah. The guy Dave had a thing that going that said "can harass" or something harass. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah, The the, the uh, mask mask hat. hat. Yeah,
1: well, we don't, that's, we don't do that anymore. Yeah, but, no, uh, we're you
0: know, doing we're doing other things. But you
1: know, you know it's a very uh, for you, that's stereotypical for you to say that you're the only black person that listens to the listen uh, you know, in, Vegas, in right?
0: fact, there's there's lots of uh, there's, people of all different all different uh, you know, creeds, colors, and shapes yeah. and sizes listen to this stupid show.
2: Yeah, you know, I'm just probably joking, but yeah, I enjoy your show. <laughs> and you guys do a great job. <laughs> well, thank you. I appreciate. <laughs> thank it Thank
0: you very much. Uh, all right, take care. All right, let's take uh, one, one last more. call uh, here. Rock 102, good morning. Who's this?
2: All right, it's Star Lord from Hartford, Connecticut. Hey, what's going on?
1: Hey, what's up?
2: Doing good, guys. Uh, I just caught that last comment. By the way, I am black. <laughs> so I um, uh, just But I just want you know, what, what was that damn cheese you guys always bring up? Uh, what's around now? Um, the pepper jack cheese or something the, the, like that? No, no,
0: no. It's, it's, it's the black pepper cheese.
2: Okay, yeah. Where can I find it? I've been dying to... Find that thing.
0: <laughs> where can I find it well that was part of the conversation there were some places that were that stopped carrying it and uh the guy who would call for whatever reason thought that uh, that only on this show could we get answers as to where you could find the black pepper cheese so what we're trying to say is we have no answers to that question we just don't know but apparently it's supposed to be terrific cheese
2: for the love of god <laughs> Thank you. <This> guy's, de- <laughs> <This> guy's <laughs> desperate
0: God. for his black pepper cheese. <laughs> it's an outrage. Yeah. You're absolutely right. All right. All right. Thanks for the, co- thanks thanks for the call. call. There
2: you go. Well. You yeah. take yeah. take Thank care.
1: you. Very successful. Not too bad. I would think so. We're, miss- we're missing something from this, though. Yeah. I don't know what that is. I don't know. There must be. That's there must quiet. be some sort of way. Must be a way.
0: There's got to be a way. <laughs> it's 7:24. We're back with angle and Rockwell.
1: Hmm, they must be back.
0: It's 728. We're back to Nagel and Rock 102.
1: Sunny and nice today with a high of 62. Tomorrow uh sunny with a high of 67 and then rain throughout the rest of next week.
0: Ah, uh, yeah, that's uh, that's kind of a kind of a bummer, but today and tomorrow look pretty good.
1: Yeah, they do, even though it's like 33 degrees right now. Yeah. It's going to double that.
0: This uh, is the the second day this week where there's been frost on my uh on my car.
1: Frost.
0: <laughs> I'm just not
1: Yes, but there's sunshine on your shoulder, Bags.
0: Not now, well not yet anyway well, well
1: the sun's coming up a little bit Yeah,
0: I know, but frost Yeah You're just not ready for frost
1: You know, I uh, this is the first time this year that I Well, not this year, but this season That I've turned, uh, this, warmed the car up Yeah and I went out to the car and turned it on And then came back inside and let it warm up Because it was freezing outside so
0: cold. Yeah, I, mean, I'm, I'm, I wasn't even thinking about that this morning. It's like, yeah, exactly what I should have done. My car's got the automatic starter. I should have I uh, should have uh, warmed it up. Didn't even think about it. Have you
1: turned your heat on?
0: Yeah, a couple of t- a couple of times. Ow, I mean, but I get... know, it's it's like I, I'll turn it up for like an hour or two, and then yeah. you know just to you know take the uh, the, the 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 bite out of the uh, the temperature in the house, and then I'll turn it off. Yeah, and I haven't even started the uh, the pellet stove yet because uh, well, I'm gonna kind of get that uh, serviced. But then, uh,
1: but then that's it. Ten days. That's when I turn mine on, November first.
0: That's the day you do that's it. That's The day I uh, hold out. Uh, I, uh, I don't know. I mean, I, I'm I'm starting to feel now that uh, you know, I'm walking around the house with you know sweatshirts on. To try, you yeah. Know, you know, sitting on the couch with blankets and stuff, wool it's like, socks. It's like what am I holding out for? Long underwear. I. Yes.
1: <laughs> with the flap in the back. So
0: I get never... the I get the flap in the front.
1: Why? I don't know. I just uh. Easy access. Yeah, but how you uh, how were you supposed to go to the toilet with the flap in the front? I, would, I wouldn't I would necessarily feel comfortable with a flap in the back. Then you're like, you know, walking around dragging a glad bag with you all day long.
0: <laughs> Nobody wants uh, uh, that. A
1: hefty cinch sack. Yeah, right. It's
0: 7.30. News is next to Rock 102.
1: Here's your Western Mass News first alert forecast. Chili- 7.34. 7.34.
0: With backs and Nagel on Rock One Hundred and Two, it is time for news, and it's brought to you by uh, Aquapump, an expert on all. Oops, excuse me, no, I take that back. Uh, <laughs> Xfinity Aquapump Mobile. are good people, people. Yeah, they're good too. people too. Yeah, yeah. yeah nothing yeah. wrong with them. Uh, Xfinity Mobile, uh, Xfinity Mobile's biggest wireless deal yet: get two lines of unlimited for thirty bucks per line per month. Ooh. Not a bad deal. Uh, here's uh, Steve Nagel. <laughs>
1: You almost said somebody else again, didn't
0: I? You, I, you know, I'm so confused. That's all right. Today's uh, today's show is a lot more confusing than people even realize.
1: All that brown nosing that uh, we had on open lines, and right. you still mess up the. I know. Right, listen, it just getting inducted into
0: the uh, the uh, Broadcasters Hall of Fame. That and a dollar gets you on a bus. That's about it.
1: Mm. A uh, Longmeadow resident was rescued by an off-duty Longmeadow fire deputy during a house fire on Thursday afternoon. The Longmeadow firefighters were called to Meadowlark Drive. At around 5.30 p.m. for a report of the fire, Deputy Chief Macosta, who doesn't have a first name, just Chief. Chief. Deputy Chief, was off duty and on his way home when, he, when the call came in. He detoured to the home and got there before the first fire truck. When he approached the home, one of the residents informed him there was someone still inside that house that was on fire. Macosta grabbed a fire extinguisher and entered the home and dragged the resident out of the house to safety. Both residents were taken to the hospital and treated for their injuries but are expected to be okay. Longmeadow firefighters extinguished a fire with help of East Longmeadow, Agawam, and Thompsonville. The home was significantly damaged by smoke, fire, and water. The cause is still under investigation. <clears throat> Good on this guy, though. Yeah, he's uh, he saved lives. You know, that's the uh, that's that's the kind of person you want working on your uh, on your fire team. The guy who uh, you know he doesn't he, he's uh, he's clocked out, but he's still on the clock.
0: You know what I mean? You know, I think a lot of uh firefighters would do the same, to be honest. That's kind of what their their job is. If there's a fire, they wanna be there.
1: I say makasta, it's Maxata. Chief Maxata. Maxata. Deputy Chief Maxata. Is his first name Max? No, it's M A C S A T A, who again does not have a first name. Interesting. It's just deputy chief. I said last hour he's like yeah. the charo of fire uh, fire prevention. Uh deputy chief uh Maxata. What is your first name? It's just Deputy Chief, okay? (laughs) It's like it's a family name. Yeah, right. Deputy Chief. (laughs) We're all we're all named after our rank. Yeah. Uh, A card skimmer used at a gas station along Route Nine obtained credit and debit card information that withdrew money from a victim's account illegally, according to UMass Amherst police. On Monday, a student uh, that stopped at for gas along Route 9 was approached by a woman who said she had no cash or card to buy gas and the station would not accept the check. The woman told the student she would write a check if she swiped her card so she could get gas, and the student agreed. That's not a good idea. Don't ever do that. Don't ever do that. Ever
0: you know uh, every it's uh, it's every parent's uh, you know worst nightmare when uh, when their kids are too dumb to know uh, mm-hmm. when they're getting ripped off yeah but uh, you know it happens we should all tell our kids not to accept just cash and favors from strangers
1: yeah she uh, so the kid uh, swipes the card and of course the skimmer is on the gas pump and later that night uh, money was taken from the bank account which sucks but how do you know if you're getting scammed? ATMs and gas stations are common spots for schemers to place these skimmers. Card skimmers can be hard to see because they're made to blend with the machine they've been attached to. It's like a camouflage. Yeah. like Kind of like a, like a chameleon uh, adapts to its natural habitat. Ooh, that is a, yeah. a well-put uh, metaphor. One sign of a skimmer is if the card reader is sticking far out. The skimmers are designed to be placed over the real card slot. For this reason, a loose credit card reader can also be a sign. Because skimmers can be so hard to spot, your best bet may be monitoring your accounts to make sure there are no fraudulent charges. So, there you go. Yeah,
0: well, it, you know, it's just, it's something to... Something to know. I think if you if you yank on it a little bit, and mm-hmm. if it comes on in your hand, you know you've been scammed. If it doesn't, then it's probably okay. Because you know who's got the who's got the the, the time you know at, at a ATM to like screw something in with
1: tools. Well, I believe these are like sticky things. I think they they stick on. Yeah, that's why they say if it's loose, don't put your card in there. That's it. Uh, A mother and son from Amherst uh, are recovering from a dinner that turned poisonous. Cam Chen and her son Kai spoke out yesterday about their very scary experience. Cam had prepared mushrooms she had picked from her friend's yard in Amherst earlier this month. Turns out she had mistaken the death white cap mushroom for the brown cap mushroom, which she grew up eating in her home country of Malaysia. While the mushrooms looked ordinary to Cam, they were actually extremely poisonous. A few hours after dinner, Cam and Kai started getting very sick. It didn't feel like we were in imminent danger. It felt like regular food poisoning, if you've ever had that, uh, Cam said. The worst. Yeah. Kai said the uh, mother checked for toxins by preparing the mushrooms with ginger. The traditional practice turns poisonous mushrooms black, but since this particular mushroom does not respond to heat, they did not react to this test. They were both rushed to Cooley Dickinson Hospital but were soon transferred to UMass Memorial Medical Center in Worcester where Cam would eventually undergo a liver transplant this is from eating mushrooms.
0: From eating a mushroom?
1: Yeah. She said she picked the wrong ones.
0: You know, I I, I know people who uh, you know will go outside, cultivate mushrooms, and grab yeah. the ones that are allegedly edible. You know what? I, I mean, can't to trust me, that. To me, the best mushrooms come in either a can or uh, at the grocery store wrapped in cellophane. Yeah.
1: Those are the ones I prefer. You know what I'm dealing with? And this has nothing to do with poisonous mushrooms or anything. Uh, what? But uh, I have burning bush. Around my yard, and it's like out of control.
0: Burning bush. Yeah, did you ever see these things? I've uh, I've heard stories. I think if you trim a little bit, it might help.
1: They actually or look, see a specialist. They actually look nice in the fall, you know, because they turn like this uh, cool color red. Right. But they're an invasive species, so the things are they're popping up. there, they're all over the place, and it's like a pain in the ass to keep up with them. And what the problem is, they choke out. Other good trees, plant, right? Like uh, the rhododendrons and the lilac bushes. I have, um, I've. These are the big red ones, right? Yeah, yeah. I've seen those. Well, they're re- they're green most of the year, and then they have little berries on them. Yeah, and then uh, then they turn red in the fall. You know what I've seen? And this is real bad stuff. Hogweed. You ever see that stuff?
0: Oh, that stuff is nasty. If Dude. you touch hogweed, yeah, try or try to pull it out of the ground, it burns your skin.
1: But you don't, don't want to be dinking around with
0: hogweed.
1: They had a ton of it growing in Huntington. There, It was like all along Route 112, and yeah. I, I think the DOT took care of that. I don't know if they put the poison well, down or whatever they did, but the they, thing, they, they the, got rid of a lot of it.
0: The thing about it is, yeah. is it? this is how invasive it is. You want to talk about invasive you know, plant species. The, the The toxins in hogweed not only affect the outside of the plant, but it also infects the soil that it's in. Yeah. And... At its feet down, and so yeah. you know these are like, the, these are real dangerous plants, and yeah. they'll choke out everything. And they, you know, and unless- it will
1: give you burns. It will give you second degree burns yes. on your skin and permanent scarring. Yeah, because, that's how nasty these things are. Because whatever that stuff is in there removes all your like UV protection from your skin. Like it removes a couple of layers of skin from you. And yeah, you get burned. And don't uh, you know? Look at uh, what hogweed is, and don't touch it. Yeah, I remember when hogweed used to be just one of them urban dictionary things that was, hey, you want to try some hogweed? Milk? I thought it was one of the, uh, the four houses at at Hogwarts. Oh, well, that's how you get Hogwarts.
0: Right? Oh, well, you'll get the Hogwarts, Hogwarts if you play with the hogweed.
1: Your uh, Pioneer Valley forecast today going to be sunny with a high of 62. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 67. It's 33 right now in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102.
0: Rock 102, Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 7.50 in Aerosmith. With Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. It's going to be sunny today, a high of 62. Tonight clear, low of 35. Tomorrow looks like an absolutely beautiful day. Sunny, a high of 68. Sunday, maybe not so much. There's a chance of rain late in the day. Uh, It's currently 34 degrees right now in downtown Springfield.
2: Hear this with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102.
1: All right, bags, you ready? I'm ready. I got uh, I got uh, clip number 1 here. This is a child prodigy. Prodigy. Uh we don't play a lot of classical music here at the radio station. No, but, there's no reason for it. But it's very impressive by this 5-year-old Italian prodigy rolling through Mozart like Mozart. Okay, <laughs> check it out, right? Okay. Pretty impressive, don't you think? Mm. But here's the thing: He's five years old. He can do all this stuff, right? Yeah. But he looks bored as hell doing it. Like, I already, oh, I know. I wanted to do Symphony of Number Nine, but
0: yeah, I yeah. I haven't seen the video, uh, yeah. but I already don't like this kid. I yeah. already don't like his attitude.
1: I don't like uh, kids who are uh, always better than me. You know? Yeah, Probably I don't like. Always- I don't like uh, actual geniuses or prodigies. No, which is why uh, we work together, because we are neither of those things. <laughs> Clip number two, yes. a, a guy, uh, uh, police in New Jersey are looking for a man wearing a T-shirt that reads, cheers to poor decisions, P-O-U-R, okay. for filming a woman in a marshal's restroom. Here's Lieutenant John Hinschelwood breaking down the incident, plus a shopper talking about how she feels about what happened. The victim noticed that he was recording her underneath the bathroom stall. She then recorded him. He left the store, changed his appearance, and came back into the store.
0: It's a little unsettling since I wasn't aware of it, and I have a daughter, and
1: I'm not really sure what kind of security they can put in restrooms. Listen, uh, this kind of behavior is acceptable in a target Put. At a Marshall's, yeah, yeah, please. This is a classy joint. These are live, laugh, love signs everywhere. How could you do? How could you desecrate this place by bringing your sexual fetishes in here?
0: I think when a guy walks into your store and he's got that T-shirt, you know, about uh, you know poor decision making. You have to follow that guy around. Security should be around that guy every moment he's in that
1: store. Absolutely. That guy's just there to cause problems. Well, he does make poor decisions. Yes, he does. Maybe he was drunk. Clip right, number, number three. three. Yeah, a farmer out of Minnesota was having trouble harvesting his crops due to injuries he sustained during the summer while saving a dog. Luckily, people in the community came together for Scott Ligrid and harvested his entire crop for him. Here's the community member Lori Oslin talking about getting everyone together and helping out their neighbor.
2: Got a list of farmers that said that they had already offered to help him take crops out. So I got on the phone and called all the farmers. They brought trucks and combines and grain wagons, and it's a good deal for Scott.
1: Well, there you go. That's a a perfect example of a community coming together. Did she say
0: Crops? Or craps. I
1: think she said craps. I think she said craps. I think it too. might have been her accent.
0: Well I'll tell you what, that changes the story entirely.
1: Well listen, he can't move off that wheelchair. He's been crapsing all the ale. <laughs> we'll get the community to come
2: out. Have- And now, Bax's View from the Couch, brought to you by Rocky's Ace Hardware, Outdoor Power Headquarters, Steel, Ego, and Craftsman, Rocky's Outdoor Power Trifecta.
0: Hey, good morning sports fans, how the heck are you? Folks, whenever I find myself on the receiving end of a painful injury or an unexpected medical calamity, I always wonder how my sedentary lifestyle will be negatively affected by this condition. I know if I had a high ankle sprain, I would be elevating that thing well beyond the recommended medical advice from my attending physician or specialist. Why? Because you can never be too careful with these kinds of things. So yesterday, when Patriots quarterback Mac Jones claimed that he'd be ready for the Chicago Bears on Monday Night Football, my first inclination was to wonder, dude, are you so sure you're ready about that? Sure, nobody wants to see some 23-year-old kid like Bailey Zappi take away what you perceive is rightfully yours by showing poise, maturity, and God-given talent, but are you really ready to test that ankle, even against a horribly assembled team of half-rate-no-talents like the Chicago Bears? I'm not so sure. I mean, you did throw five interceptions in three games prior to getting hurt. How will you fare? if you get the start on Monday. And how will you handle it when you got 65,000 fans at Gillette Stadium screaming for Zappy to get back into the game? Is Mac gonna get the start? Bill Belichick isn't saying a damn thing, deflecting hypothetical questions and avoiding all sorts of potential controversial statements. But according to Mac Jones, he fully expects to be ready to get back on the field to resume where he left off, even if that means underwhelming the competition and throwing footballs into the hands of opposing defensive players bum leg or not, Mac Jones has only completed 66% of his passes this season with those five interceptions. Bailey Zappi, on the other hand, has a passing percentage of nearly 73% and only one interception. Glad you're feeling better, pal, but having you jump in there on Monday doesn't make anybody else feel better, and that might be a problem. Hey, another of my yapping sports brought to you by Rockies Ace Hardware. Have you been to the Agawam Rockies lately? Had a total makeover. Huge new tool department, new fishing department, new Carhartt. And what do you see the grill showroom? The Agawam Rockies. Saturday is the grand reopening in Agawam. I'm back. That's my view from the couch.
1: Rock 102, Springfield's classic Classic Rock.
0: Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. It's Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. Oh, Fridays.
1: I don't like Fridays.
0: You don't like Friday?
1: I do like Friday. I just, uh, I want to get, like, I don't like this part of Friday where it's like, you know, there's an hour, there's two hours left to the show, about, roughly. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I I just want to be somewhere else.
0: It's it's not only Friday, but it's also uh, payday. Yeah. And this, to me, is like the best day of the month. So the, the the one or the second best day of the month, depending on how many paydays you get in a month.
1: You know, if I seem distracted this morning, I'm just uh, I'm just imagining myself uh, being somewhere else. I feel like I'm in Central Massachusetts for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't why.
0: know why. I don't know why you would think that. I don't know if you uh, saw this story. You know, I've spent a good deal of time this year and last year in uh, Vermont mm-hmm. and and Bennington, Vermont is like one of those places yeah. we go. A uh, a Springfield woman has allegedly committed an armed burglary. Uh, assaulted a victim in February, kidnapped a victim in April, and was arraigned on a fourth and fifth felony at the uh, Bennington Superior Courthouse. This what happened uh, Wednesday morning.
1: Did she uh, did she have enough in her to muster up a ta-da after that?
0: I would think that uh, between the burglary, the assault, and the kidnapping, and the fact that she possessed 70 milligrams of fentanyl and two and a half grams of cocaine with the intent to sell would suggest that all five felonies would be worth at least a month or two in prison right
1: Think, yeah
0: well uh kiara gonzalez springfield's very own we're very proud of you kiara 19 years old has requested in a motion filed with the court that she be considered uh to have youthful offender status in all three of the cases that's that are currently against her Her defense attorney filed a motion with the court in July, three months before the latest charge, before this whole uh, fentanyl and cocaine with intent to sell uh, debacle. And according to the case records, the motion is being considered by a judge uh, for all the charges she faces, but no decision has been made. Now, this youthful offender status would allow her case to be handled by family court rather than criminal court. And it would allow a defendant to be housed in a facility designed for youths rather than adults. You know, I think when you've committed five felonies by the age of 19, 19, when you're old enough to uh, vote, you're old enough to, uh, I believe, I don't know if you're old enough to rent a car, but I think you're old enough to do a lot of things at the age of 18, including serve your country. Um, And you have done things like armed burglary, assault, kidnapping, and uh, possession of narcotics with intent to sell. You're no longer a child. Uh, that mm. uh, that youthful offender status no longer uh, says to me that you're just a a youthful little scamp having a little a little problem here and there. These are
1: felonies, of course they're felonies. Um, but again, you know we see this all the time with either <clears throat> low bail or no bail or. You know, people being released back onto the street or people getting special treatment, uh, you know, 19 years old, is to me, is not a youth anymore. No. You are 18 years old. You should know better than to take a hammer and uh, try to break into a residence on Applegate Drive in Bennington, as she did, and then uh, have uh, firearms, knives. But she's an innocent little girl. Listen— I, I can't get my
0: uh, 19-year-old kid to, uh, to, to, to to mow my lawn. You know, you can say what you want about her. You know, she's maybe a troublemaker, but at least <laughs> she has initiative
1: and some, uh, some yeah. level
0: of ambition.
1: Well, it's like we were talking the other day about the auto parts place down in Alabama that hired a 13-year-old to run equipment. You know, my question was, how the hell do you get a 13-year-old to do any work for you? Because, you know, like as you just said, you can't get your 19-year-old kid to mow the lawn for right. you. Right. You yeah, know, it's like, where where did we go wrong? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, at 19 yeah.
0: years old, you know, I wouldn't have even thought of committing uh, an armed burglary or an assault or a kidnapping.
1: No, at 19 years old, I was always trying to figure out how to get more beer.
0: I just wanted to make out with girls. That's all I wanted to do. I never said, boy, you know, I'm so bored. I wish I knew what, what to do. I could read a book or I could kidnap somebody. I never had that choice before me. I always... Uh, I always chose to just you know sit around and listen to records.
1: When I was nineteen, I wanted to make out with a girl who was involved in some sort of scuffle, maybe with a hammer and some guns and some knives. You know. <laughs> it's bad bitch o'clock. You know what I mean? It's thick thirty. Yeah, it's, it's, no kidding. Yeah, yeah. But, but you're right. I, you know, the the idea that people uh, tend to be put in these situations where they should be tried as an adult. He, if you do something like this and you're accused of doing something like you should absolutely be tried as an adult. Yeah.
0: and I mean, if you're, if you're talking about a 14, 15-year-old kid, you probably wouldn't want to put him in an adult prison. That right. makes sense. Yeah. But at 19, you are an adult. You shouldn't yeah. be
1: considered a youth. Um, I'm just trying to... Because everything is based on the severity of the incident. If this was a shoplifting incident... Okay, fine. You know, you, you you go back to youth offender status. Yeah, if you're ripping you're... off
0: mattress tags. We're, right. we're, you know, we're cool with that.
1: Right. But this is a little bit more serious than those kinds of things. Yeah. Like, um,
0: Kiara is showing her, uh, her, uh, her stripes here. Armed burglary, assault, yeah. kidnapping, yeah. Uh, drug possession with intent to sell.
1: Armed with a hammer, two knives, and a possible firearm, they attempted to break into a residence on Applegate Drive last February, uh, by hitting the door, when the resident opened the resident opened the door, all three entered the residence without permission and searched for an individual who owed them drug money. When the individual could not be located, all three allegedly caused approximately two thousand dollars worth of damage to several items in the apartment. Yeah, I guess you could claim, "Well, I was with them. Yeah, you know, they forced me to do it." Or, or you know, the mob mentality. But you're 19 years old. You're not. 12 you're not 13 you're 19
0: yeah um is she single
1: i don't know why
0: <laughs> i'm just saying i uh, i sure hope this doesn't affect her e-harmony profile
1: well uh, the, the uh the her tinder uh, her tinder account <laughs> right, yes uh how about swipe right huh? yeah yeah hey, there you go and well, then she'll swipe left with a hammer across your face <laughs> good times yeah,
0: absolutely it's backs and Nagel on rock 102
1: GG Inks screen printing and embroidery. They print their shirt on your back. Heck, they make the Rock 102 shirts that we wear and give out to you at events. Find them online at gginks.com.
2: gginks.com.
0: Springfield's Classic Rock. It's 8:24 and rush with backs and Nagle and Rock 102. It's going to be a beautiful day today, sunny. A high of 62 tomorrow, even a little bit warmer with a high of 68 on Sunday. Though not so great. There's a chance of rain late in the day. Otherwise, it's going to be mostly cloudy throughout the day. It's about uh, 35 degrees right now in downtown Springfield. Join me and the road crew, Rock 102's uh, Halloween celebration coming up at the Rumble Seat Bar and Grill in Chicopee on Saturday, October 29th. Loads of laughs, lots of fun, and your chance to win hard, cold cash. Stalk the night away from uh, 9 to 11 at the as the Rumble Seat hosts a costume contest with prizes for the sexiest, best couple or group, funniest most original scariest and then again the 250 and fifty dollar cash prize for the best overall costume so come in costume no cover no questions asked always a great time at the rumble seat it's the halloween celebration. saturday october 29th not this saturday not tomorrow the following saturday at the rumble seat bar and grill on springfield street in Chickabee with me and the Rock. the best business 828 we're back to nagle rock 102 it's time for news, and it's brought to you by Gary Rom Gary will pay you more for your car, whether you trade it or not. It's time for news. Here's Dave.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Listen to boy. Me. It's
0: time for news. Here's local radio icon Steve Nagel.
1: Thanks, Bax. You're welcome, Steven. A, a Longmeadow resident was rescued by an off-duty Longmeadow fire deputy during a house fire yesterday afternoon. Longmeadow firefighters were called to Meadowlark Drive around 5.30 p.m. for a report of the house fire. Deputy Fire Chief Macosta, because he doesn't have a first name, was off duty and on his way home when the call came in. He detoured to the home and got there before the first fire truck. He's like the Charo of fire prevention. Yes, I'm uh, I'm Chief Macosta. What's your first name? It's just Chief. <laughs> Deputy, Deputy Chief. Anyway, we... Uh, He was on his way home. He detoured to the home and got there before the first fire truck. When he approached the home, one of the residents informed him there was someone still inside the home that was on fire. Macosta grabbed a fire extinguisher and entered the home and dragged the resident out of the house to safety. Both residents were taken to the hospital and treated for their injuries but are expected to be okay. Longmeadow firefighters extinguished the fire with help from East Longmeadow, Agawam, and Thompsonville Fire Departments. The home was significantly damaged by smoke, fire, and water. The cause is uh, still under investigation. Well, good on this guy. Yeah, no kidding. Like Je- a real hero Jeppity and stuff. Chief McCasta. I think uh, somebody's taken over the uh, the role of Dom Dom. Or listen. is this the Dom Dom of Longmeadow? I don't. I, yeah. I don't
0: I, 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 listen, there can only be one Dom Dom.
1: Listen, I just walked up to that house fire. I went, whew, and the whole thing was out. <laughs> and I made a wish. Yeah. Yeah. Notice how you're not here. <laughs> <laughs> All my wishes come true. Uh, pretty scary situation, and and good on this guy for for uh, getting those people out because that's I, it, what, house fires scare the crap out of me. Yeah,
0: they're not anymore. they're not a preferable thing.
1: Here's some good news for people who live in Munson. The Route 32 bridge is scheduled to reopen by the end of the day today. According to the Mass DOT, the Route 32 bridge on Palmer Road is scheduled to reopen. Friday, October 21st, but no specific time. The contractor will be continuing with steel and paint work, which may uh, lead to periodic lane closures, but the bridge will stay open as the work continues. All right, well, so that, that's good. That's the one uh, that's had that traffic light at it for the last two years. It's a, it's like a one lane. Um, I, I hate those. Yeah, I, I hate I, those I, things.
0: I, I'm, uh, I'm ashamed to say I don't uh, know Munson the way I probably should.
1: Yeah, well, I've only been out there a couple of times in the last uh, couple of years, maybe. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you wait forever for the light to change. Even if there's nobody on the other side of that bridge, you still got to wait for that thing to change. And then people don't know, like, they need to stop at the certain stop line thing. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, the thing won't trigger, saying that there's traffic going this way. So people who stop too far behind or go over, the thing doesn't trip, and then uh, then you got to, like... Yeah, honk big, your horn or whatever. That's a big pain. In the pain, in the you know what? A uh, card skimmer used at a gas station along with, uh, I'm sorry, at a gas station along Route Nine obtained a credit and debit card information that withdrew money from a victim's account illegally, according to the UMass Amherst Police Department. On Monday, a student that stopped for gas along Route Nine was approached by a woman who said she had no cash or card to buy gas, and the station would not accept the check. The woman told the student she would write a check if she swiped her card so she could get gas, and the student agreed. Later that night, money was taken out of the student's account. Police say a card skimmer was used to obtain the student's credit and debit card information to steal money from the account. ATMs and gas stations are common spots for schemers to place these uh, skimmers. Card skimmers can be uh, hard to see but uh, because they're made to blend with the machine that they've been attached to. Should you always like kind of tug at it a little bit before you put your card in? Yeah, well, don't you tug at anything before you put it into anything else? Well, I try not to tug in
0: public if I can help right.
1: it. Right. Yeah, you probably should, but um, that's a great scheme. Hey, uh, listen, I need $5 for gas. Can you just scan your card here? That's all I want to put in, mm-hmm. $5. And they already have the skimmer set up on the pump.
0: See, I, w- I would tell that person, if it were me, because I'm so suspicious, Um no, I'm actually at my credit limit and can't afford to give you $5 off my card.
1: Yeah, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm all out of debit swipes for yeah. you.
0: By the way, that would be a bald-faced lie, but I would still say it anyway because I'm not going to give you
1: $5 for gas. That's going to be the next thing with these uh, with these uh, vagrants hanging out on traffic islands. They're just going to have squares on their phone.
0: Right, uh <laughs> Could you just scan uh, just uh I'm sorry do you have a chip? Your card? Cause I because I could we could transfer money that way.
1: I've seen the uh, the what you call it um, the not the not the square thing but they people have venmo like yeah like venmo me or cash app me here's my these kids that are driving the other, the other thing is these kids that are driving around mm-hmm. it's not just vagrants doing that it's uh it's kids driving around with their after graduation. Just graduated. Venmo me at blah. I'm like, I'm not Venmoing you. Wait, but there's people who do that.
0: I will Venmo you. Uh, you know, let's say for example, you're providing a service around my home, and rather than write a check or so, you just Venmo me. Yeah. All right, I'll do that. Or you know, maybe I'll occasionally you know Venmo my kids when they're in school. Right. Give them a few. Uh, give them a few bucks. I've done that a few times, and uh, and that's and that's cool. But generally speaking, I. I don't want to accept money through Venmo.
1: Yeah, is that wrong? Is that weird? I don't know if that's weird or not. Uh, you can. It's accept- not how I would want to get paid. Well, I don't mind getting paid via Venmo because you just put it into your account. Then Venmo is just a third party. Right. Trend. No, I, yeah. I get
0: that. I just, I just would prefer a cash or check in my hand mm, that's yeah. just me
1: no i'd rather have the electronic thing then i know i get the money right away
0: see i walk around with like uh like i got the big bucks sometimes i have as many as 25 dollars in my pocket in any one given day walking
1: around town all cocksure myself oh well, look at you sure you're damn right um yeah i i prefer the venmo but but i'm not gonna put i'm gonna write it in soap on the back of my windshield hey poor <laughs> radio host needs money he could only afford... We'll tell time and temp for yeah. food. He uh he, he saw the price of a box of pasta last week at Price Right and couldn't believe his eyes that it was over $1.29. It's not even it's the like, good brand I'm stuff. not making enough money for that. I know. This is ridiculous. Detectives from the Springfield police are looking for the public's help in identifying two people after cash was taken that was left by a customer by accident, according to the Springfield Police Department on Facebook. Nobody wanted to talk really? to Ryan yesterday. Yes, I guess not. At around 3 p.m. on uh, Thursday, October 13th. Ooh, my birthday. A person accidentally left an undisclosed amount of cash in an envelope at a register at Burlington Coat Factory on Cooley Street. The woman in the photo is suspected to have taken the envelope and placed it in her pocket. If you can identify either the woman or the man in the photos, you're asked to contact the Springfield Police Detective Bureau. Or you can do anonymously with text a tip
0: Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll uh, keep my, my eyes open for suspicious activity.
1: That's right. tick Text the tip. No. Burlington Coat Factory. Who would have thought that you would get robbed over at that place?
0: Well, I never felt like I was getting robbed by shopping at Burlington Coat Factory. No. You can get good coats at a decent price.
1: Rock bottom prices. rock Total rock bottom. Um, yeah, you know, I, uh, I used to go there a lot because they, they have the big and fat section. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, they always had like cheap clothes for the big and fat guy. At the Burlington Coat Factory, but now their selection has like dwindled.
0: It's like a gigantic
1: store with like two racks of stuff. Yeah, isn't it weird? It's totally weird. I mean, I, I get the whole idea that uh, you know you probably with all that inventory you probably don't, you know, you probably turn it enough. I, the place got cleaned out during the pandemic. That was the that was the one thing that they did. A lot of yeah, but it was even them- before that, even
0: before then they mm-hmm. were starting to have smaller lots of inventory yeah they were there i don't know if they were like downsizing or what they were doing but you know, it's an enormous usually the, the burlington coat factories are enormous stores and yeah. usually in the old days it was filled to the you know to the ceilings with uh you know good stuff you know uh you're a you're a kind of a a, a big and tall type of type of fella right big, big and fat yeah, yeah right well mm-hmm. yeah i've been a uh, you know uh, short and fat Sometimes
1: there, in my life,
0: I've had to go with the big and tall shops myself. More of the short and portly.
1: Like the uh, Rodney Dangerfield, the, the big and fat store. When you go for a jog, do you leave potholes? <laughs> um, riddle me this. Yeah. Do you
0: find, I mean, I always find something, I get, uh, something to buy at a big and tall. Uh, mm-hmm. Usually something, and it's usually uh, good quality stuff. But do you notice that big and talls are sometimes pricier? than other stores
1: yeah believe me dude i've been down this road many times
0: yeah and i'm not i'm not pointing fingers because that's not what i'm going to do but sometimes i notice that it's a little bit more maybe because you're paying for more fabric yeah but i think there sometimes is this uh delusion that you know we're so desperate to buy clothes that fit Mm -hmm. that there's you know the the, the sky is the limit as to how much they'll charge you what the, the the don't understand is you know, is uh, big guys like you and me going to shop at those places? We can't afford something that's expensive because all of our money is going to
1: food. Yeah. Uh, I don't... Uh, I yep. sh- I shop every once in a while to get something nice. You yeah. Know, if I need to go out somewhere, occasion, a wedding, bar mitzvah, uh, any number of different events. Sure. Um, But it, it is very pricey, and it's it's like... Yeah, I can only afford to buy one outfit.
0: How can I continue to be a good shopper and a continued uh y- your customer if you're taking money away from the thing yeah. that normally gets me to be a consumer of your goods and services? I don't know. You're taking food off my table so I can buy myself a nice jacket. <sighs> Got to tell you, I'm not so sure that's a good uh, a good business model. Discounted fat
1: and portly. Think about that for a little bit. No, oh, I, I think it was called Burlington Coat Factory one time. <laughs> That's when they had all that stuff. Yeah, but they got like twenty-five fat guys all haggling over the same the, the same shirt. What the hell, the shirt that I see the guy? Oh, this guy walked out of the uh, guy walked out of the store the other day uh, in Westfield with a big Pokemon uh, sweatshirt, and it was like bright and colorful. Yeah, and I'm like, I like that sweatshirt, and he goes, Burlington Coat Factory, man. That's where I got my shirt with the guy on the. It's a silhouette of a guy with a, a metal detector, and it says, Beach Better Have My Money. <laughs> That's I love great. that one. That's yeah. a
0: good one. That's good.
1: Uh, when November begins, so 2 starts a ban on mattresses and clothes and landfills. Uh, the Massachusetts Department of Environmental Protection enacted the law earlier this year to go into effect on November 1st. Uh, the Pittsfield Public Utilities Commissioner, Ricardo Morales, because we had to go all the way out to Pittsfield to find out. Hey, uh, with slow news day, eh, let's, send that, uh, let's send that young buck reporter out there and uh, <laughs> send him out to Pittsfield to a, a landfill.
0: None of the other uh, dumps and landfills would talk to us. Uh, you're the only one who's answered our phone call. Can I
1: dump a mattress over there in the wintertime? No, you cannot. According to the DEP website, Massachusetts residents and businesses discard around 600,000 mattresses and box springs annually? That seems like a lot of mattresses to be thrown away every year.
0: How often do you buy a mattress? I haven't bought a mattress in two decades.
1: Well, I don't need to buy a mattress. I own my sleep number bed, which is uh, comfortable, and I get to pick the firmness of the bed. That's the sleep number setting that you hear mm. about, backs. So that's a 45, which means it's not too firm, it's not too soft. It's just right for me, and I stay sleeping comfortably all night long. Now, they're a little pricey, right? Yeah, they're a little pricey, backs. but can you really afford another restless night's sleep? You make a good argument, Steve. I do make a you good really, argument. I mean, I, I, honestly. But six hundred thousand mattresses—that's ridiculous. It also states that mattresses are composed of about seventy-five percent recyclable materials. Once disassembled, this happened to me in in my town, where the guy says to me, uh-huh, "I said, how much?" First of all, they're not. I just saw a sign there the other day at the at the transfer station that they're not taking any more mattresses and thing, probably because of this law, right? But it said, if you know, beforehand, if you wanted to get rid of a mattress and a box spring, it was $40 per piece to get rid of it. So it would be $80 to get rid of a mattress and a box spring. Yeah. Now, get this. If you disassemble the mattress and take all the filling out, you can stuff the filling into trash bags <sighs> And then the metal goes into the metal dumpster at the thing, and you don't pay for the metal recycling. You only pay for the dollar or two it costs you for the bag.
0: I was going to mention this. You know, the best way to do it, a couple contractor bags and a Sawzall,
1: you're getting rid of that mattress for free. I'll tell you the best way to do it. Uh, My dad taught me this. Gasoline and a road flare. (laughs) That'll work, too. And a six-pack of Bud Heavies on a Saturday afternoon. Of course, you may have some
0: explaining to do to the local fire department, but hey, hey at least you got rid of the mattress. No, no,
1: no, You do it on a low cloud cover day so they can't <laughs> tell that you're burning black smoke in your backyard. Good idea. Yeah, this is the way you do it. Your Pioneer Valley forecast today is going to be sunny with a high of 62. Tomorrow, sunny with a high of 67. It's Flavin in downtown Springfield. I'm Steve Nagel, and that's the news on Rock 102. Oh, yeah.
0: Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock 851 and Stone Temple Pilots of Bax and Nagel at Rock 102. Rock 102's Pro Picks Pool is underway at rock102.com. As you know, it's Your Call Football Weekly Winner's Score a $50 gift certificate to Geo's Pizzeria in Handon, pizza the way you like it, and the overall season winner gets a $500 cash card courtesy of Nor'easter Organic Life Hydroponics. Check the stats, go with your gut and play Rock 102's Pro Pick Pro Picks Pool from Northeast Organic Life Hydroponics on Rock 102 Springfield's Classic Rock. Now I can tell you this. Right now Pat Kelly is getting smoked by me. Smoked. I'm crushing that guy. How he even shows his face around this building I will never ever know. But right now I am killing that guy. And uh last night we both picked Arizona but uh, this is what I got for the rest of the of the weekend, I got uh, Baltimore over Cleveland, Tampa over Carolina, Cincinnati over the Falcons, Dallas over Detroit, the Giants over Jacksonville, Tennessee, Green Bay, Broncos over the Jets. That's my that's my dangerous one. I got Texans uh, over the Raiders, Chargers, the Chiefs, the Dolphins, and the Patriots beating the uh, Chicago Bears. On Monday Night Football, which, by the way, you'll hear that song that uh, that game right here on Rock 102. But Pat Kelly has been no match, no match at all, from my game picking genius. I'm well ahead of him, and make sure you go to Pro Picks Pool on Rock102.com so you can see if you can try to waste that guy too. It's uh, just about 8.53
2: with Bax and Nagel on Rock 102. New England Patriots football. Every game, every play, only on Rock 102. Monday the 24th, the Patriots take on the Bears. Pre-game at 5.30, kickoff at 8.15.
0: Patriots football on Rock 102 is brought to you in part by Freedom Credit Union, Lickers 44. A to Z movers. The pets are on
2: Rock 102. Are
0: you ready to reduce your home's heating and hot water energy use? You can't stop frigid temperatures, but you can make your home more comfortable this winter and lower your energy use with a System 2000 by Energy Kinetics. And now is the perfect time to have one installed in your home. Whether you have oil, propane or gas, the made in the USA System 2000 is the most efficient and quiet system on the market and can be easily fuel converted down the road. Google System 2000 and have a local authorized dealer perform an energy savings analysis on your home and receive a free quote. Energy Kinetics.